0: driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Good morning, Central Mississippi and all surrounding areas. you tuned in to the free-range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. The realest show on radio, from politics to pop culture, we are the most incendiary talk show you will find on the FM dial. And most likely that podcast app you're listening to as well. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. I am live here in the claycantbecanceled.com. I'm kidding. That's not a real thing. I'm here in the clayedwardsshow.com studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi on a Monday morning, the day after a long weekend. Uh, for Oxford, Mississippi, we're going to get to the Morgan Wallen stuff here in just a second. If you guys want to chime in, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. i got two hours. It's just me in the studio this morning. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, <clears throat> from HB1020 to the NAACP to Bud Light to Morgan Wallen and everything in between. Uh, the Guns and Gear text line. 769 241 1944. 769 241 1944. Real quick, thank all y'all for showing up and showing out Friday at Guns and Gear, I think it was. We told y'all about a special they had for Clay Edward Show listeners on a 9 millimeter pistols. And man, y'all went out and bought all of them. All of them. I got one too. But, um, I think Clay would show listeners were just about single handedly responsible for selling out all of those guns. So thank you for supporting our great sponsors here. So I wanted to start the show off by just saying thank you. That means the world when you let these sponsors know where you heard it and when y'all show up like that. Now we, it, hey, and it lets us know what works too. You know, when we work part, we work shoulder to shoulder with these sponsors to activate listeners to get things that y'all want. Um, it lets us know what we need to do more of, so good stuff there. We know that you like a good deal on guns now, so <laughs> that's what we will try to do for you guys. Uh, the phone line is 601-879-0002. It'll be a bit of an open forum today as well. Uh, I, I, when I say open forum, I, I try to stay on topic to what we're talking about, because um, we can go down some rabbit holes, and that can be a bit... Uh, a bit nauseating at times. But let's do this. <clears throat> let's jump straight into a phone call. Hey, good morning, you're on there.
1: How you doing this morning?
0: Hey I'm doing good. How about you, brother?
1: I am this I don't know if this is a rabbit hole or not, but something I've been thinking about. I heard on radio what I heard they were doing with Biden i is has signed an executive order. If you have good credit, you're gonna pay more and you pay for the people that don't happen to have bad credit.
0: Yeah, that's Probably. that's true. Over over the over about a thirty year loan, if you got it If your credit is 680 or above, you're going to pay forty dollars more per month for your mortgage, and that's about fourteen thousand dollars that you're going to be punished and have to pay over about over a thirty year loan because you had good credit. And it can be fourteen thousand less. People with six twenty, I'm sorry, six below six eighty are going to have to pay over their thirty year loan. We're gonna we're gonna subsidize folks with bad credit by punishing people with good credit.
1: And the people with bad credit are going to probably trash their house and move out. Before it's over, I'm getting it. Is that going to wreck the housing market?
0: I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not that smart, but I know that this ain't good. You know what I mean? And and look, I, if you want to, if you want to help uh, people with bad credit, subsidize them. Quit sending money to damn Ukraine and start uh, and get into the loans business or whatever. But don't punish people with good credit. And I'm not even one of those people. <laughs> I will probably benefit from from this. If I chose to buy a house at this current state in time, coming out of a divorce. But that ain't the plan for long. My point being, it ain't right. And people who work their butts off shouldn't be punished because of other folks. You know, if you want to help other folks, I ain't necessarily got a problem with that. But they they can whip up any money anytime they want. They can quit sending it to Ukraine and laundering it. They can come up with a plan to help folks with bad credit. You ain't got to punish the folks with good credit for it. Oh, they, these these folks, man! This country's screwed.
1: Yeah, it's a shame. For long, I'm afraid they're gonna go to the cars and everything else on this. You know how they get started. So, oh okay. anything, yeah, cre-
0: anything credit based, you know. I guess that's what that's the path we're going down. But hey, you
1: know, just—I don't know. I just—I just wanted your thoughts on it because you know it feels like. We're losing this country more and more every
0: day. So. Yeah, I agree, I brother. Just, so stay, stay strong and, and, you know, and don't be scared to punch somebody in the face if you got to.
1: And keep your face. Keep trusting
0: the Lord. Appreciate it, brother. I, so, uh, Okay, thank you. Have a good day. Hey, you too. Hey, you know, I'm glad he brought that up because I've, I've been wanting to talk about that since Friday. I was telling a buddy of mine at work that's buying a house. Um, buddy of mine with good credit. <laughs> that's buying a house. I said, hey, have you heard about this? I think he wasn't 100% sure I was being honest about it. You know, maybe I wouldn't, maybe my source wasn't very good on it. And man, it's true. It's true. As Kurt Angle would say, it's damn true. They are going to punish, the Biden administration has is going to punish people with good credit by making them pay more in fees, like 1.25% more, I think. It goes up to about $40 more a month on average. Every month for the length of their mortgage. And the people with bad credit or you know below average credit are going to get a break on theirs. And I ain't got a problem with them getting a break. I've always thought it was a bit weird that the the, the lower your credit was the higher the interest to an astronomical amount that almost makes it hard for people to pay. I mean I I think there should be some ce- there should be some ceilings and I don't care if the floor, whatever you know. If you want to give somebody a zero percent loan, then by all means, give somebody a zero percent loan. It's your money. But some of these twenty five, twenty six percent interest things that, like we see in the car business, <clears throat> it's nauseating. As a sales guy, to have to sit there and tell somebody, "Hey, look, here's the loan. We here's the only loan we can get approved for you. It's uh twenty five point nine nine percent. I think it's the, it's the high. It's the ceiling in Mississippi. That may be nationwide, but I think here it's 2599 It's the most interest you can charge. That should be illegal. I mean, again, I'm a bit of a, I I, I get it. But, man, it's your money. It's a free country. You can say yes to whatever you want to. And somebody, you can do whatever you want to. If somebody agrees to do it, somebody is willing to pay it, by all means. But one thing I've learned I probably sound like a damn Democrat saying this. But one thing I've learned is, you know, when you get somebody it's in a bad financial bind and they ain't got no other options, they're going to say yes to whatever they can get, uh, re- regardless if it's a good decision or not. You know, put yourself in a position of somebody who can't afford a car, you know, can't, can't get financed for anything, and they got to go try to buy a car. And they can't do it somewhere like a buy here, pay here, or one of these high-interest uh, loan places and stuff. And at 25%. Now, the payments aren't necessarily not affordable, but you're going to be making them for a long time. I don't know, man. You know, Your back's against the wall, but at the end of the day, the flip side of that, you kind of got yourself in that position not paying your bills. You didn't kind of, you did. So... Uh, whatever I I don't like it but I damn sure what I don't like is I don't like punishing people with good credit you know people who did the right thing we're going to punish them with just upside down world that we live in now what about lgbtq trans black people that have good credit will they have to pay the extra or would they get some kind of social justice discount because they check off some of the other boxes We'll have to find out about that. All two of y'all that listen to the show every day, that check off a lot of those boxes, uh, that check off more than one of those boxes, would y'all let us know? And if you have good credit, I'd be interested to find out. All right, <clears throat> phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I want to dedicate a whole segment to the Morgan Wallen concert fiasco in Oxford. I was there Saturday night, had a great time. I'm not even a Morgan Wallen fan, but I had a good time. It don't take much, man. Loud music, cool weather, good company, cold beer. That's a good time. Anyway, Sunday Sunday night didn't work out so well for him. We're going to talk about it. Twitter's on fire, a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation, a lot of old Miss jokes. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary, just like Morgan Wallen. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. Be sure to check out my website there for all things Clay Edwards, mainly uh, the podcast. You can go out there and you can check out the podcast. If you can't figure out how, no other way to work a podcast. The most five recent episodes automatically load onto the home screen there, but you can click the links at the top, go to your favorite podcast provider and find the show and get signed up. Subscribe. The numbers are through the roof lately. Be a part of it. Share it. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters right over there on Lakeland Drive. And on, uh, I'm having a brain fart here. What is the name of that other road? I'll remember it in a second. Right across the street from River Oaks, <clears throat> Flowwood Drive. Thank you very much. <laughs> Flowwood Drive and Lakeland. Drive They have two locations uh Lakeland Drive takes care of all your automobile, glass replacement, and repair needs, and then the flowwood drive location, the campus over there takes care of all your window tinting and vehicle wrapping needs so look whether you need your home, car, or business windows tinted lakeland glass and tent need your vehicle wrapped lakeland glass and tent, turn it into a rolling billboard or just change the color to one of those cool matte flat colors you're seeing out there on the roads nowadays you can do that without having to get it painted at lakeland glass and tent and of course get your windshield replaced or uh, repaired right over there on lakeland drive all right man uh, i'm gonna hold off on the text for just a minute i want to jump into this morgan wallen stuff all right so saturday sunday supposed to be two of the biggest days in the history of oxford as far as partying goes concerts first time ever a concert at vault hemingway that's why I went. I love being a part of a first time ever type event. I just think it's cool. I thought it was cool for Mississippi. Uh, my daughters were going up Sunday. I really wanted to try to go Sunday, but just didn't work out. I had to be at work Monday morning anyway. <clears throat> my friend had to be at work Monday morning, so we just weren't able to go. But so Saturday, late Friday night, made the decision. Hey, uh, my buddy Sean called me and said, "Hey, if y'all got, if y'all want to come, we got a place for you to stay." I said, "Well, that's a game changer because I was not about to pay." uh those ridiculous Airbnb and hotel fees. Uh for instance, my daughter and them paid six fifty for a night on the square at a hotel there. The uh the freshman or the varsity or the grad the graduate. The graduate. Six hundred and fifty dollars plus tax and fees. So but hey, that's their money and that's how they want to spend it. Uh teach their own. Not to mention what they pay for tickets, which at least they will get that back. Anyway, so we had a free place to stay which made it way more affordable buddy of mine was selling two tickets. We snagged those, and off we went Saturday after we got off work around 3 o'clock up to Oxford. Y'all know I'm a state fan, so I feel a little weird going behind enemy lines, but it was nice doing it for a non-sporting event. I gotta say, before I get into the Morgan stuff, Oxford's a beautiful town. I mean, say what you want, say what you will. However, after the concert, the police had every dang road closed. All I needed to do to carve... 30 minutes off of my trip and to go get one minute away to the condo was go across a bridge. They did not me allow. They did not allow clay to do that. They spent 30 minutes to go one mile because of all the road closures, but I get it. I get it. You can't break the rules when necessary for me, but I wish you would have anyway. No great job. Oxford PD. And was it Lafayette County Sheriff's department? Everybody involved up there. That all seemed to run pretty smooth. <clears throat> Concert was great, but here's the thing. They, they did not sell Bud Light at this event, by the way. It was a Coors Light, Miller Light uh, adventure. $18 a beer. Granted, they were the 24-ounce, but $18 a beer. And you know what? Here's the other thing. And I'm, I where I'm going to get to the Morgan, Morgan Wallace stuff in a minute. They wouldn't let you pay cash. I thought it was illegal not to accept cash. I thought that that's the tender note of the United States of America. Why can I not spend it at a state-owned property? Why I had to use my debit card, which, of course, the Wi-Fi in there sucks. Hardly worked. My bank painted it as an unusual purchase. So thank goodness my friend's card worked. I had cash. Couldn't use it. $18 a beer. See, that's why Morgan Wallen canceled Saturday night, Sunday night. He's about the only person that was there that could afford more than two beers. And he had a good time. Lost his voice. But now it's bad karma. Charging people $18 a beer. Whew. People are like, I can't believe he waited till right before he went on stage to cancel. I said, man, if you were getting $18 a beer, you would too. And I'm going to get to that too and explain to y'all why that happened, in my opinion, as a former concert promoter. I think it has to do with uh, cancellation insurance. And all that, and I think it'll help address some of the rumors as well. But <clears throat> my daughter and them, they're front row. They they paid for the pit tickets. They had to get there at three o'clock, get in line, they got front row. They've been on their feet for nine hours at this point. They've been at that barricade for nine hours through two opening acts, which are great opening acts. Ernest and Hardy, man. I mean, if if you like that kind of music, they're really good at it. Um, I hate that. That the way Hardy dresses has become like the dress code for the twenty something year old Mississippi guy. He looks ridiculous. I like him. I respect him. I dig. The, I dig. I dig his music, but he looks ridiculous. And it's a trickle down effect. You can go to any gas station in rural Mississippi, and every white guy there looks just like Hardy. And uh, I mean, he had on a Mossy Oak hockey jersey. Saturday night, yeah, Saturday night. I just ridiculous and, and blue jeans shorts rolled up at the end. Boy, do something! Come on, man. Jorts and a hockey jersey. This ain't Florida. This ain't the University of Florida. This is Ole Miss. By damn. Put on some put on some blue uh, dress pants. <laughs> Any anyway, of some powder blue dress pants. Look, all kidding aside, he looks ridiculous. But they sit through it. I think they paid $500 a ticket, and that was not secondary prices either. That was what those tickets cost through the ticket, through Ticketmaster or whatever when they went on sale. They five 500 each, two of them, 1000 bucks. The gas, the expenses, the hotel at 650 plus, let's so say over 700 bucks. You know, they, they, they are issuing refunds. They'll get their money back. So nothing else. They got to see the two opening acts for free. And they'll get their refund. But, I mean, they weren't there for the opening acts. Even though Hardy's got number one. Country and rock song in the in the uh, in the country this week. So you got a little WLBT breaking news here. Uh, WLBT Morgan Wallen cancel. Okay, it's just an update thing. So anyway, let's go to Twitter, man. Tw- Twitter. Uh, we kind of broke the story on my Facebook last night because, like I said, my daughters were front row and they saw the thing pop up on the screen and they were like sent it to me and they were irate. So <clears throat> you know, we kind of broke it and it went a little viral here. But I've got Twitter pulled up and all you got to do is just search. Go to Twitter and search Morgan Wallen. Here it is. And the tweets are hilarious. But a lot of the rumors are that he got, he let the liquor talk a little too much on Saturday night and was not able to perform Sunday. There's And again, these are all internet rumors. Take them with a grain of salt. That uh, there's some pictures floating around that I don't think are him. Uh, passed out on a couch somewhere saying he had hung out with three girls at an Airbnb and, I will say this, I know he was supposed to go to the library. that's a bar up there on the square. I had it from pretty good sources. He was supposed to go to the library after Saturday show. We weren't able to make it. uh my friend's wife wasn't feeling good, so we just all went back to the condo. But we were gonna go if he was i mean'cause why not i'm forty five years old I might as well go to a college bar <laughs> and uh have a good time, but uh ended up not happening so. If that's true, I don't know. When I had Crazy 8 and 105 here in Jackson, we'd get big artists that would come by there all the time after shows. And right before their tour bus was supposed to roll out of town. So I don't know. These guys, they party different than we do. Jelly Roll, he takes a guy on tour with him that gives him banana bag IVs before and after he drinks and does whatever else he does. But uh, there's a lot of rumors that he got hauled off in an ambulance, that he had to get his stomach pumped, and all of that. And, and I'll say this about that. And, the, and people are really mad about him canceling five minutes before he's supposed to go on. Well, there's a reason that it was that they waited, other than selling people twenty dollars beers. It's your your special event insurance, force majeure clauses, and stuff like that. That they have to show that they did everything within their power to make that show happen, and they have to show why it didn't happen. And it's got to be legitimate. So, whether it was alcohol poisoning, as the rumors may, some would say, uh, got a little too, got had a little too much fun with some old Miss sorority girls, lost, really lost his voice as they're saying, whatever the case may be, they had to put forth every imaginable effort possible to make that show happen. And if they say that for a medical reason he couldn't do it, well, they got to show that they seeked uh, strenuous medical assistance. So whether that's hauling off in an ambulance, whatever the whole production is, they have to follow through with all that. And they have to be able to document that and show the insurance company. Because you're talking about millions of dollars this insurance company is going to be on the line for. And I assume it's Live Nation that produced this event. I can't can't confirm that. I mean, I, I guess I could. I, let's, uh, Live Nation produces all these big tours, I'm sure it was Live Nation, and their insurance provider is gonna. You know, they're gonna have to prove that they that the show was canceled and it was uh it wasn't just because he got drunk. I can assure you, they ain't gonna cover that. So, they, if you're wondering why there's this whole story about uh losing his voice and all that and all these rumors are circulating, I I, I don't know. Again, I, I have a hard time believing some of these rumors because. You can't do anything, anywhere, without somebody filming it. So I can't imagine that I, uh, there's, there's not one video or picture of this guy drinking. I've started even sober for six months. Now, that don't mean he didn't fall off the wagon. I've seen it happen a bunch, but I don't know. Let's read some of the tweets, though, man. There are some funny stuff on here. Uh, well, Russ Latino says this ain't funny. This is just true, and I can definitely relate uh, on my daughter's behalf. Russ Latino says, fill seats for Morgan Wallen, $800. Hotel room five hundred. Well, they got a discount. Full tank of gas eighty. Souvenir shirts eighty. Sitting at Vault Hemingway since five p.m. Only to have Wallen cancel because Oxford did indeed win the party last night. See, I I would say Ole Miss lost the party last night. You know, you want to know? You won Saturday night you lost you lost the doubleheader. Uh, apparently, Ole Miss ain't won a doubleheader all year in baseball, so <coughs> the streak continues. Into the concert series, uh, Bunky Perkins, which is a great follow on Twitter, says that's what y'all get for liking Morgan Wallen, and I, I did steal that. Uh, I did steal that double header thing from Bunky too. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Oh, uh, let's see here. I'm just gonna read a few people's tweets. Uh, Brandon McDaniel says, "Thanks, Ole Miss. Morgan Wallen plays one time at your crap stadium, and fakes an injury the next night at Lane Kiffin at Barstool." <laughs> Bunky Perkins says, Morgan Wallen is the greatest Oxford concert concert controversy since the two live crew shut the gin down permanently. You know, we brought two live crew out to Crazy 8 uh, around 01, 02, somewhere in there. Son, they asked, do you want the X-rated or the R-rated concert? I was like, I'll take the R-rated one. I guess I didn't have any other options. If, that, if I got the R-rated, I do not want to know... What the X-rated one consisted of, and you can ask me offline, off the air, what happened. I am not at the liberty to discuss these things on air. It was uh, something else, and I still don't know how we're not all in jail for the things that ensued at Crazy Gate in the early two thousands. Uh let's see here. Read through some more tweets here. Marshall Ramsey. I, I really I tune in for Marshall Ramsey hot takes on Twitter. Says I woke up to find out. I wasn't the only person who didn't see Morgan Wallen last night. Mississippi Sports says, breaking Morgan Wallen concert canceled, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Hollenbeck says, Ole Miss girls, once they find out 19-year-old Morgan Wallen and the 19-year-old Morgan Wallen was hanging out with that's hanging out with that made him say, I can't, that don't make sense. Uh, I'm just kind of reading through here. Uh, Outkick's got a good story about it. Uh, with some of the best tweets that are downright hilarious. Let's click on them, and see if they can uh, find some funnier tweets than me doing trying to do it in live time. Um, <clears throat> all right, bear with me here. Megan Lynn says, completely disappointed in Morgan Wallen. Been sitting in the stadium for three hours, and he just announced the show is canceled. Complete BS. Dina says, Morgan Wallen not being able to sing. Seems like a ridiculous excuse to cancel his show, considering that it's never stopped him before. You know, somebody brought up a great point, and look, I'm not about playing tracks and all that stuff and lip-syncing, but if there, was, if there was ever an artist that could just get away with lip-syncing a show and nobody being any worse for the wear, I would think it would be Morgan Wallen, or especially Morgan Wallen fans not knowing the difference. Look, I'll just be honest here, 20-something-year-old girls, overwhelmingly, uh, ain't going to know the difference. You know, get some backing tracks and let it rip. Millie Vanilli did it. Uh, Motley Crue does it. Oh, Let's see here. Wade says, it appears Morgan Wallen has entered the transfer portal. Uh, Holland says, uh, I already read that one. Let's see. Morgan Wallen trying to get his crap together after one night in Oxford. It's kind of funny video there. Anyway, man, you can see a bunch of this Morgan Wallen stuff. It's funny. There's a great picture of when Hugh Freeze was at Liberty and he coached the the football team from a uh, hospital bed up in the VIP suites because he had uh, shingles or Something. I don't remember what it was. But it says men with Oxford experience have played through worse. And it, it, it's funny. you, you got to be a sports fan to get some of these. But uh, Egg Bowl Twitter is back. After taking a couple years off due to COVID, Egg Bowl Twitter is officially back. And Mississippi State fans are absolutely blaming this on Ole Miss. Uh This is definitely funny. Uh There's a picture of a guy taking a, <laughs> there's a picture of a – Big dude taking a nap on a stack of money, and it says Oxford Airbnb owners trying to sleep tonight, knowing the Morgan Wallen concert was canceled. Let's uh, let's hit the um, let's hit the Guns of Gear text line real quick. Roger says y'all acting like y'all never called into work. hashtag Morgan Wallen. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, I think the rest are not necessarily related to this. Matt says, "As a former club owner, what do you think about the Oxford bars charging hundred dollar covers this weekend?" Hey, man, look, you got to get it when you can. Uh, if people want to pay it, it kind of goes back to what I said. I am a capitalist. That was the word that was eluding me in the first segment. Uh, if people will pay, want to pay a hundred dollars to get in, you mean these bars only got so many weekends a year that they can really make bank. If people are willing to pay it, you got to get it. I mean, people don't want to pay it, don't. But what I was saying about er- earlier, I, I, I think uh, crippling people with, with really, really bad credit with 25.99% rates is kind of tough. But again, I I can't fault it. If they want to pay it, and that's their only option, it is what it is. But just don't punish people with good credit to do so. I'm bouncing all over the place this morning. I don't know. I ain't got a problem. I wish I, was, I, wish I had a club out there making $100 a head to get in. Let's see here if there's any more text about the about that. I think I got a message on Facebook. Eric said last night's Morgan Wallen concert wasn't the first time sixty thousand people left that stadium disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I've, there's been so many good old miss jokes on this one. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, I promise we're gonna get into some real stuff here. But the Morgan Wallen stuff that's been a hot news story since I since about eight o'clock last night. Eight thirty, woke up and it was on fire, it's trending nationally. So, uh, you know, that's what we do on this show, politics to pop culture, and this is definitely pop culture, and it happened in Mississippi, so it's relevant. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show, live on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, man, y'all be sure you're following me on Twitter. Shout out to all the folks on Twitter this morning, Dirt Dog, Fred Shanks, everybody else, man. Good morning to you guys. I am on Twitter at SaveJXN. We're always having some kind of colorful conversations over there. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto. Hey, look, whether your check engine light is on, your air ain't blowing cold, or anything else, your brakes need replaced, A1 Gear and Auto, they got you for all of your automotive repair needs. But hey, what they specialize in over the last 15 years or so right here in central Mississippi as the leader in this category is your ring and pinion, your gears, your transfer case, your four wheel drive, not working, your rear end, not working. Get over there, see them, let them get you taken care of. You done got some big wheels and tires, done jacked your truck up, your Jeep up, whatever. Those factory ring and pinion ain't built for those big wheels and tires. Get over there, let them get you upgraded. So you never ever get caught slipping. And, uh, I'm telling you, I man. You don't know how much power you're losing when you put big rims of tires on your vehicles. And uh, just for example, like you're trying to get up on the interstate and get out of the dang way, wrong ring and pinion, I and mean, you you may get plowed from the rear end. <laughs> and uh, you don't want that, man. Get the right stuff rolling in your vehicle and get out the way. Get out the way, yo. Anyway, check them out. A1 Gear and Auto, right there, Highway 49 South in Florence. Big white building, big red sign. You can't miss it if you're going south on 49. As soon as you get to Richland, they're there on your right. Go see Justin and the team. Let them know that you heard it on the show. The only thing they don't mess with over there is diesel engines. There's plenty of other folks in town for that. But uh, anything else, they got you taken care of. Brakes, check engine lights, anything. They can do it all. A1 gear and auto. All right, man, let's see here. Let's see if there's anything on the guns and gear text. I don't want to hit... Before we move on to some other stuff, last night. Uh, let's see what did Chase say. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, you know the the Morgan Wallen the whole tour is called One Night at a Time tour, and um he uh, he <clears throat> failed the test, the mission, One Night at a Time. He 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 went hard Saturday. Hey, look, Saturday show was good. I, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I, I'm not a Morgan. I, I, I'm not. I could care less one way or another. I just like a good time. Production was phenomenal. One of the coolest productions I've ever seen. All my concert experiences. I've never been to a concert at a football stadium. Just, uh, never worked out. I've been to festivals, but I've never been to a concert at a stadium. So that's the most people I've ever seen at a concert of 50 some odd thousand people. It was cool. It was really cool. Pyro lights, fireworks, the whole nine yards, uh, so I I ain't got nothing bad to say. I do I hate it for the girls. Uh everybody I hate it for everybody, Sunday. Let's see here, man. We got an email. On the yeah you know, by the way, if you ever just want to email the Clay Edwards show, Clay at W Y A B. Uh there is a there is a contact form on my website too, if you want to do that. I get those. Uh let's see here. Uh Stratford says have you had a chance to check this out? Biden raises calls to homeowners, uh but good credit. Yeah, man, we just talked about that in the first segment. Uh, that'll be available on the podcast here shortly. Let's jump into HB 1020. The governor signed it. Y'all know this. We love talking about, I love talking about Jackson. And the Democrats that run this city's inability, the free-to-land folks, their inability To run a city. I love talking about it. I love laughing at them, making fun of them, all that stuff. That's what we do here more than anything else. Mock and meme Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, the people like Don Traxler that stand up for it. And uh, try to get shows like this taken off the air. Unsuccessfully, might I add. Governor Tate Reeves says, Jackson has so much potential. This is on his Twitter. Jackson has so much potential. It is our capital city and the heart of our state. It is where I have lived for over one-third of my life. The cultural and artistic legacy here is powerful and strong. The people, museums, colleges, restaurants, historic landmarks here all define this fantastic place. This is where it gets good. But Jackson has to do better. Downtown Jackson should be so safe that it is a magnet for talented young people to come live, live and work and create. Every day I see another heartbreaking story, children murdered, businesses uprooted by armed robbery, rape, arson, and a thriving, deadly, hard drug industry. Amen to that. Let me retweet that. I thought I had already retweeted that. Again, y'all know I ain't no Tate Reeves fan, but one thing Tate Reeves does that that Clay Edwards likes, he gives Jackson hell. Like, the gloves are off. He don't care if you call him a racist or any of these things. He is not playing with y'all. He is not playing with y'all. So I can get behind Tate on this. And i Tate will probably be getting my vote. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Unless somebody else comes up to run against Tate that I don't know about on the uh, Republican side. um, Tate got my vote right now. Just based on the Jackson stuff alone and his, him not being scared to stand up. But uh, the NAACP immediately filed suit over House Bill 1020. Because, you know, they are for this whole grift, for their whole race grift to work, they need a lot of dead black bodies in the streets. It's coming up to election time. They need poverty and crime to work. It works for their grift. Because they can somehow blame black on black crime on racism. So they need a lot of it. And you need a city like Jackson to not work. So they can continue to blame it on systemic racism and everything, but here's a little story from WJTV. This is about the NAACP filing suit. Of general counsel and Covington in Burling, LLP, filed a lawsuit to challenge two new
1: Mississippi laws that were signed by Governor Tate Reeves, including the controversial House
0: Bill 1020. Now, under House Bill 1020, Capitol Police, what would- be given primary jurisdiction with the expanded capital complex improvement district boundary lines. Jackson police would have secondary jurisdiction. Now, the bill will also place certain
1: areas within the city under the jurisdiction of a new court system. The other
0: bill mentioned the lawsuit is Senate Bill 2343, which expands the jurisdiction of capital police in the capital complex improvement district. It provides primary
1: jurisdiction to capital police in the CCID and current jurisdiction
0: in Jackson. All right. So I thought there may be a little bit more to it than that. But anyway, the NAACP has decided to file suit, which we knew they said they were going to, And know, uh, good luck. You know, I, I'm curious. I don't know this, but if a suit is filed, does it, does it pause the bill from taking an act, taking out you know, taking, getting started or does can the, does it have to work through the court's, before they can all all the uh, the boundaries can be expanded and a bill can can become active. I'm curious on that. Does it pause the start of it or can it continue on? Uh I've never in my life, I shouldn't be surprised. I tell you this all started with really understanding how the race grift worked. It all started for me when I think the the talks of moving the zoo. Like You know, just every now and then you get a, you open up your eyes and you really see what's going on. When they, when they started talking about moving the zoo to another part of a majority black city, all ran by blacks, and they were calling it racism. I was like, well, that don't make sense. That's, all these, these race grifters in Jackson like to sell these shirts like Brad Franklin and say Jackson versus everybody. But really, it's just a uh, Jackson versus Jackson. It's not Jackson versus everybody. It's Jackson versus Jackson. Just like I said, it's, it's JSU versus Jackson. They're, JSU's greatest rival is the city it's placed in. But when they tried to say that the zoo was rac- the moving the zoo to another part of a black city was racist, I kind of realized that this, this race thing is a bit of a grift. And I learned what the word grift meant. I never used the word before. You know, I started learning about these grifters in politics. Some people call them bad actors. I call them grifters. And that's what you're seeing here with HB 1020. It's what you see with the water situation in Jackson. Because there's no way with a straight face anybody can look at HB 1020 and say it's a bad thing. For the city of Jackson. It's a bad thing for criminals in the city of Jackson. But it's not a bad thing for Jackson. And most of these grifters, like some of these politicians who are also preachers with churches in Jackson, actually fought against it but insisted their businesses be in put their their churches be put inside the expanded C C I D. Let's take a break on that. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. Hey, real quick, man. We got a new listener out there this morning. We welcome, uh, Stratford. Says that uh, he has up uh, tuned in from Sports Talk Radio. Says his Bulldogs are doing crappy, so it's uh, on to the next thing. And, uh, hey, that's why I started a, a, um, a talk show. Is I got tired of my Bulldogs just doing me dirty. But uh, the text line he asked, uh, so I'll remind everybody. He was contacting on the email. The text line, the guns and gear text line, is 769 241 1944. The phone line is 601 879 0002. I blew through a couple segments earlier and I got to make it up somewhere. So that's going to be now. We got our top of the hour news. Keep it tuned right here to WYAB. We'll be right back on the CLED. We're showing seven minutes. We got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about in an hour or two. I've saved the good stuff. For last, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Strap in. It's a whole nother hour of the Clay Edwards Show coming at you now on 1039 WYAB. Fun first hour here in the com studios this morning. Let's do it for another one. The Guns and Gear text line 769 241 19 Forty-four. the phone line, 601-879-0002. This segment going to be brought to you by Ellis Autoplex, little truck city right out there on Highway 471 in Rankin County. Uh, that's right. Get off if you're coming from Jackson or uh, Lake or Flowood or wherever. You come down Highway 25 or Lakeland Drive, as I call it. You get off right there at the 471 exit. That's right past uh, the big church there, uh, Pine Lake. I want to call it Six Flags Over Jesus so bad. I just can't. I can never remember Pine Lake. And somebody said Six Flags Over Jesus one time, and it just stuck. It just stuck on me like something you can't wash off after a night in Vegas. Anyway, you take the you take 471. It's the second car lot on the right. You can't miss it, Ellis Autoplex. So if you're coming from downtown Brandon, come north on 471, and we're right down there on the left, uh, right past. Um, back porch and all that stuff. Anyway, man, we got a nice selection of quality pre-owned F-150s. I traded for a nice 2014 Platinum. Saturday, gorgeous truck, charcoal gray, only 112,000 miles. It's going to be the one. If you're looking for one, this is going to be the one. It is really nice, local trade, good vehicle. So uh, check us out online, lsautoplex.com. And don't forget, we buy vehicles too. Good credit, bad credit, we can help you with any of that. And we're going to make you a fair market value on your vehicle. So come see me, LS Autoplex. You know, I work there. If you want to support me, come buy a car from me at LS Autoplex. I get there, let's just say safely, I'm there at 1130 every day till uh, at least 6 p.m. And I'm there 9 to 3 on Saturdays. So uh, come see me, LSautoplex.com. com. All right, uh, cleaning up a few things about the HB1020 stuff. As far as like when the bill would take, uh, when when the bill would become a law or whatever. Sharon texts in on the Gunsinger text line says 1020 is not set to go into effect until July of 24. Should have lawsuits settled by then. Sean also says the court can issue a stay, which will stop it, not saying they will, but they can. All right. So we got that figured out. Thank you guys. Always great to have legal scholars and politicians listening. So we know what we're talking about here. You got try to try to be somewhat correct. Hey, real quick, a big story last week that we talked about at nauseam on this show was the Northwest Rankin toy gun incident. And I spoke very firmly that my opinion was those kids should not be charged with a felony. Now I have no problem with consequences or repercussions. I 100% support that. Um, you know, you break the rules, there should be consequences. I, I, I'm i paying consequences every day of my life for bad decisions I've made. You know, I get it. But I thought a, 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 the potential of a felony was a bit extreme. Well, good news here, after the show Friday, somebody familiar with the situation, we'll just say that, uh, text, uh, sent me an email, nice, well, respectful email, not arguing with me or anything. Said, uh, you know, they listened to the show and they wanted to let me know they did, in fact, not file felony charges against any of them boys, especially the one over 18, the one that was 18. You know, the, the minors, they're minors. You can overcome that because of their minors. The 18-year-old would have been straddled with a felony for the rest of his life over a dang toy gun. And, we, you know, again, I understand everything else. I understand why it was a bad idea. I totally get it. But uh, good news is they're going to have a chance to go through the court system been charged with a misdemeanor and uh, it won't cost this kid his ability to own a real gun or vote or get a good job or anything else for the rest of his life and that was my biggest concern so thank you to the folks in charge over there in rankin county i think you made a good decision and uh i want to make sure that i walked back what i said a little bit and made a and, and corrected myself so again thank y'all i'm not opposed to saying hey i was wrong you know, I was told that uh, it was going to be a felony, and uh, sometimes my information's wrong. So, again, right call, right call, right call. I like it. Let's see here. Um, <clears throat> on the guns and good text line, says, we need to stop this race-ish, especially with HB 1020, and get the city back to being a place people want to come to and have a good time. Moving to Zoo would have been one of the best starts this city could have made. Why not put it in LaFleur's Bluff? I think the area would absolutely support it. 100% agree. 100% agree. But hey, you know, I know the McLean's Zoo is not quite the same thing. I get it. It's more of a safari thing and I, whatever. But I dig it. Um, the Zoo is a is a Jackson Institution. It's, but it's just something else that they, had, that the the free to land folks, have decided to destroy. They, they can figure out a way to make some money on it for themselves, of course. They will do; they'll do that too. So, you know, I just, I, I guess, I'm trying to understand the upside to the way the Lumumbas destroy things and this whole free to land culture, because there's a part of you that says, well, maybe, maybe if you just completely. Hit make everything hit rock bottom. They could buy up all the property values, and then inevitably, Big Daddy government, federal or state, will have to come in and fix it because you know too big to fail. And then you'll own a bunch of property when gentrification happens. But I just don't think these people are that smart. I think their hustle is through these nonprofits that they've set up. I always tell you the 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 reason there's not a cure for cancer is because the money is in the medicine, not the cure. And I obviously, I stole that from somebody, but I 100 firmly, 100% firmly believe it. And if the Lumumbas and their posse of free-to-land folks can get involved in all these nonprofits, AKA the medicine, they get rich. Then you start getting involved in some of these contracts and these businesses. I mean, this is organized crime, in Clay's opinion. With what they're doing, this is no different than what La Cosa Nostra was doing in New York, and every big city in America, from its in, from the, from its inception to when they came up with the with the, uh, the all the laws against it. You know, Rico. That's where I was looking for. They came up with the Rico stuff and were able to finally bust them. I think this is no different than that. It's contract steering. It's all that stuff. Allegedly, well, let's see here. David says it does not stop the law. The pastors can contribute to the lawsuit fund, and the churches can raise money using the lawsuits as their reason to their to their black Hitler's. Also, you behind. I can't read that. I mean, not because I'm wrong with it; it's just it's kind of all over the place. Um, unknown texture. I hope Kim Wade wins the mayoral race in twenty-five. I saw the video he did Sunday on CMU TV, CWU TV, and the projects they're wounding, working on for Jackson. Yeah, I mean, look, we're pulling for Kim Wade, for sure. We are pulling for Kim Wade. He says, you need to read, uh, Carl Ray says, you need to read the Free the Land platform so people can understand what the mayor ran on and what he is trying to do. Yeah, man, that's a joke. All right, but anyway, that just kind of cleaning that up. I wanted to bring some closure to that topic. We did HB 1020. Did y'all see? Let's see here, man. I just want to make sure. We got seven, eight minutes left in this segment. All right, here's a story that I found very interesting. Let's stay on race for a minute and the double standard. Y'all know I, the, the the racial double standard is mind-boggling. Around here. It it, it really is. Um, You know. They spent. All last week. All we heard about was. A black kid. Being shot. By simply. Knocking on the door. Of a home. Shot for knocking on a door. But. By a white man, of course. You know, poor little kid is at the wrong house. Yeah, you know, smelled fishy to me from the get go. These stories always do. He was just knocking on the door, and the guy just started blasting away by just angry old white racist. Just just shot the poor black kid. Well, come to find out, you know, you may be wondering why he hadn't heard a whole lot else about that story. Come to find out, it looks like some evidence about to come to light that uh that kid got shot inside that man's house not on the front porch. Well, that that changes things, allegedly, if that's what happened. That changes things, doesn't it? Kid got inside the man's house. Well, Scott, I know you're on hold, brother. Stay there for a minute. I'm, I'm sorry. How about, did y'all hear about this other case the other day over in North Carolina where a black man shot an entire family Because their six-year-old daughter's ball rolled into his driveway. WJTV, I'm telling you, they got audacity on, on the discount shelf somewhere. And I know this is an AP article, but come on, man says a North Carolina man accused of shooting and wounding a six-year-old girl and her parents after the child went to retrieve a basketball that rolled into his yard, waived extradition during a brief court appearance Friday morning in Florida. Robert Singleton, 24, was arrested Thursday in the Tampa area by Hillsborough County deputies. According to online jail records, he wore a dark-colored protective vest during the hearing. Singletary replied, indeed, when Hillsborough, Ju- Hillsborough Circuit Judge Catherine Caitlin asked if he would sign the waiver to allow officials to take him back to North Carolina to face charges in Tuesday's shooting of the girl and her parents, he will be held without bond on a fugitive warrant. The judge said he would hold another detention hearing if North Carolina officials haven't picked Singletary up by ac- April 24th. Singletary is facing four counts of attempted first-degree murder, two counts of assault with a deadly weapon, with the intent to kill inflicting serious or inflict serious injury, and one count of being a felon in possession of a firearm. Gaston County Police Chief Stephen Zill said at a news conference Wednesday that his department and the U.S. Marshal Service Regional Fugitive Task Force have been conducting a broad search for Singletary who fled after Tuesday night shootings near Gaston, a city of roughly 80,000 people west of Charlotte. Singletary had been out on bond in in a December attack in which authorities say he assaulted a woman with a hammer. Zill declined to say what sparked Tuesday's attack, explaining that the investigation was ongoing. Six-year-old, a six-year-old girl, Kinsley White, was grazed by a bullet, and that's going to be the only mention of their color, by the way, as her last name, happens to be White, was grazed by a bullet in the left cheek and was treated at a hospital and released. She and her family said her father Jamie White, who had, been run into, who had run to her aid, was shot in the back and remains hospitalized, according to Kinsley's grandfather and neighbor, Carl Hillebrand. The girl's mother, Ashley Hillebrand, was grazed in the elbow. Authorities say Singletary also shot at another man but missed. And for whatever reason, they decided to put this little nugget in this article. It is the latest in a string of recent U.S. shootings that occurred for apparently trivial reasons, including the wounding of a black teenage honor student in Missouri who went to the wrong address to pick up his younger brother, the killing of a woman who was in a car that pulled into the wrong upstate New York driveway, and the wounding of two Texas cheerleaders after one apparently mistakenly got into a car that she thought was her own. I like that they mentioned the black teenager. But you know what they didn't mention in this entire article? That the shooter's black. And the family was white. Because you know, dang well, if it was the other way around, if a white dude had shot a whole black family for a kid rolling in the ball, a kid's ball rolling in the driveway, they'd be hollering, say her name. Say her name. Say her name. It's Kinsley White. I want y'all to say it Kinsley White. Say her name. Say her name, racist. Let's take a break real quick, come back. I got a slight like Morgan Wallen, breaking rules when necessary. Hey, y'all act like y'all ain't never called into work too hungover before. It happens. It happens. I've been there, done that. I ain't here to judge. Is said when I don't show up, it don't cost uh, insurance policies aren't required to be activated. <laughs> Multi-million dollar insurance policies. Hey, real quick, man. Scott's been on hold for a minute. Let's see what Scott's got on his mind this morning. What's up, brother? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're playing with my emotions, Smokey. It's consequences and repercussions.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I look, I got a nice, nice kick out of out of that this morning uh, on a Monday morning. Six Flags over Jesus. That's the first time I'd heard that one too. That's you know.
0: Yeah, and I mean that with all due respect to 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 uh that to Pine Lake out there. Uh, that, I don't mean that as an insult, but there's just a lot oh, they, going on out they there. They know they
1: yeah. they 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 know where where they are in in that market. Yep. I mean you know they're not trying to be a small cozy church you can you can step in there and blend in and you can go to church there for two years and nobody know who you are uh not it's not their fault that's if that's what you want to do if you want to just you know go get you a little bit of Jesus on a Sunday morning and sit way up in the balcony and you know it's just uh, they' they're built like that, but they got smaller ones that they see around the state and that's that's good it's good for them they do that too. Yeah, well, uh, you know they're also
0: they're also first in line. Anytime something goes wrong, I mean they 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 give back big times. So I want to make sure I throw that out there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it's just it's it's just another way of of you know uh you know doing a Great Commission. Yep. Uh, I don't know that there's a you know uh, there's a lot of right and wrong ways, but in the right ways. I don't know that there's a better or worse way. Uh, the way they're doing it's effective. You know, not everybody's uh you know responds in the same way, but. I, I wanted to ask you a question about the capital improvement deal, but yeah, I did hear that I did hear a report on uh, on that young man that got shot, uh, and I guess it was down in Florida because they mentioned the stand your ground law and uh, at the very end of this report, and the reporter says uh, you know it, it should be noted that stand your ground laws don't give you blanket protection uh, for shooting someone just because they came at you. And I thought, well, no, it doesn't. that's not what that law is for. What gives you blanket protection for shooting someone when they come at you is called just self-defense, which we've always had. That's if, if you're saying in the same sentence that he came at you. Well, you know, it's not you know that laws really, okay. Yeah, well, they're embezzlement laws that don't give you blanket protection for shooting someone <laughs> for just coming at you. That's not what they're for. Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to These ta- reporters just they don't they read this crap, you know they're all Ryan burgundy and they don't they don't think about it and go I'm going to sound even dumber than I am if you make me read this dude
0: yeah i'm going to talk about this jackson attorney too some more that uh that's been charged with two aggravated assault charges for defending his home uh, <clears throat> there's clearly there's clearly some confusion on what stand your ground and self defense is in jackson's in the DA office in Hines County so yeah
1: yeah but it's law fair it, you know that's the thing it doesn't it doesn't matter what you know it doesn't matter what the law is what it's what it's always been upheld as in the courts it it changes depending on if they think you're of any value to their to their uh agenda and if they don't think you are uh they're coming at you they just are but i i got a question about this um capital improvement district uh you know whether it's where it currently stands or um you know the expansion then uh you know, maybe you know, maybe you don't, but you certainly keep over this more than I do. Uh, so it sounds like definitely this all, what's being brought up is, is the law enforcement, you know, side of things, trying to bring more law and order, uh, into the city of Jackson as the capital city. And that was the original intent around the capital complex. But what about the other problems that Jackson has? You know, the, the trash, you know, this stuff Kim talks about all the time in his afternoon show. But, uh, you know, the roads, the water, um, the, the broken down buildings, infrastructure, um, and, and how's this, is the state, do they have any mechanism if they're just going to do the city of Jackson's job? Are they recouping any of it? I mean, Jackson's collecting the taxes. The city, city gets the money. The state does the work. You know, how is that, is that accurate or is it the state getting some? Uh, are they able to recoup the taxes for every piece of real estate that they take control of? I, I don't understand how that works. So uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I'll hang up
1: and let you uh, delve yeah. into it if you have any answers,
0: brother. Yeah, I, th- I think I do. All right, thanks, Scott. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, kinda, I think I kind of asked this question the other day. I mean, what Scott is asking is, <clears throat> is this does will the state get reimbursed by Jackson for doing the city's job? And the answer is no, they won't the the city is actually mad that they didn't just give them the money so they could hire more j p d and continue to screw things up worse so this is this is just uh taxpayers in Mississippi paying for Jackson's nonsense. I had a lady on Facebook the other day hit me up in one of my comments and said, "Why are you worried about Jackson? Why are you worried about it? You don't live here don't worry about Jackson you yeah, know just almost played out. Played out trope. You don't live here. Look, I wish I didn't care about Jackson. I wish our taxpayer dollars. And I'm wound up at the Department of Revenue this morning too. You know, so I'm definitely going to complain about where my tax dollars are going to. If if Jackson can't do their job and we have to do it, I'm going to have some say-so in it. These free-to-land folks are so inept that they can't even offer the basic... Services that a city is required to offer or have that people pay for without messing it up. Water, garbage, infrastructure, crime, policing. I mean, that, the, the core basic things you have to have for a city to work. Law-abiding citizens, tax-paying citizens, that's the problem with Jackson. The tax base is eroded. Y'all can call it white flight, call it whatever you want. There's plenty of black folks out in the suburbs now too. They can't. That are fleeing Jackson as fast as they can. Nobody wants to be around that trash. Literally and figuratively. People don't want to be around it. People don't want to raise their kids around it. People who may have the slightest chance to get away from it, you want to get away from it. Then, of course, they bring most of their trash to the county, you know, to the suburbs with them, unfortunately. But even those people in the in a moment don't want to be around this, the worst of this. Now, I was listening to something on the way in this morning, and they were talking about, it was Tucker, from uh, whatever Tucker's last show was, Friday night, Saturday night. Uh, I was listening to his monologue, you know, about what they're trying to do to the suburbs with these multifamily homes, basically apartments and low-income housing and HUD stuff. I was coming back from Oxford yesterday, and I'm coming through Madison County. Oh, you know, in between Canton and Gluckstadt. there I look over to my left, and I see this massive apartment complex they have built over there. And I just got to wonder, is that in the part of Gluckstadt that got annexed by Canton? Because that all starts to make a little more sense, doesn't it? You're starting to see this where they're insisting on these areas having more multifamily homes. And it, look, it never fails. I don't care what you say about apartments. Once the new wears off or the HUD subsidies start, apartments killing it kill a city. I watched it happen in Byron firsthand when they built the reserve apartments or whatever it was called there. It did not take twenty years. And I mean, I'm being very, very polite, I'm saying 20 years, or really more like 10 years, for that to go to hell in a handbasket. Then you look over there at Elton Road. Was that Elton Park Apartments right there at Elton Road? And those were built to be uh, low end, subsidized apartments. And that was the death knell to El- the whole Elton Road exit and that whole area. Now you got two gas stations right there that you got a really good chance of getting shot at if you stop at either one of those. And they're right at an interstate, too, just begging to get robbed. I mean, Elton Road looks like a bombed out road in Baghdad. I mean, these folks just destroy everything they get their hands on. And why do you want to continue to force communities in the suburbs? to allow this trash to come out to them, no you got to you got to put these multifamily homes, these apartments. You you, you know you, you got to let these folks live there that can't afford it. Cuz equity, inclusion, diversity, racism. I'm ah, so tired of hearing it. So tired some Somehow y'all's bad behavior is because of racism. It was just fed up, man. Fed up. I know I don't care at all anymore. The, the the struggle of the American Democrat ain't my problem. It just ain't. Don't like very many of y'all anyway. But every time I cut on the internet or the TV or this radio show or somebody calls in and they're crying about racism, I didn't blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Kim Way gave me some great advice day one here. He said they, they're going to call you a racist. They're going to do all this stuff and just look them dead in the eye and just say, so? That's what we're going to do here. So? We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Take a Break Deliveries. Man, sitting looking for something for lunch today. Stuck at work? Can't get away? Hit up com or download the app from your favorite app store of choice. Apple Play Store, Google Play Store, whatever it's called. And uh, search Take A Break Deliveries. Sign up. They service the entire central Mississippi area for the most part. And they are now in Clinton, too. So, Clinton listeners, support the locally owned food delivery service. Take A Break Deliveries. Also, Man, it's the weekend or, hey, whenever. I ain't judging. You want some beer or liquor delivered? They can do that, too, at Take a Break Deliveries. Uh, they have a ton of locally owned restaurants on there, as well as your national chains. So most of the time, you're not supporting just one locally owned business. You're supporting two. If you're out in Rankin County and you're going to get some pizza delivered, uh, hit up Take a Break Deliveries and select Acme Pizza and Dairies right out there at and Mart on the Res. Not only can you support two locally owned businesses, you can support two Clay Edwards Show sponsors in one fell swoop. And use the promo code CLAY601, all caps, when you're checking out, and you're going to get $5 off your delivery fee. What would be really uh, nice of you is if you just move that over to the tip. Say, all right, $5 tip. There you go. All right, that's Take a Break Deliveries and the Clay Edwards Show. Check them out online. Takeabreakdeliveries.com. All right. Uh in a bit of good news. You know, I have not been a supporter necessarily front lines anyway of the Bud Light deal. And not because I agree with what Bud Light did at all. I 100% disagree with supporting these trans nut jobs on any level, any encouraging them, any of that. They they're mentally ill people. There's no doubt about it. They are mentally unstable, mentally unhinged people. But Bud Light, quietly, Friday afternoon, that's what they do, uh, these big companies. I'm more to I support Southern Beverage, not Bud Light. But um, they did relieve some people of their duties over at Bud Light. This is from Beer Business Daily. This came out Friday afternoon. That's an old media trick. You dump bad news or news you don't want to get too much traction. You dump it late on Friday, and it goes into the weekend, and hopefully it just gets lost, because they don't want to come across like they fired the woke chick that ruined this whole brand. But they did, or they relieved her of her duties. She ain't no longer on the Bud Light brand, which uh, means she's fired. Says Bud Light management changes. Todd Allen appointed VP of Bud Light. Says Anheuser Busch has shared a statement with the Beer Business Daily on management changes in Bud Light in the works uh, in, in the wake of the Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Former Bud Light marketing VP, this is the nut job who made all the videos calling the beer bratty and fratty and all that. They said it was a failing brand, even though it's the number one beer in the world. Alyssa Heinrich Schneid, who was at the post for not quite a year, is now off the brand. We understand she has decided to take a leave of absence. Todd Allen is now the VP of Bud Light, reporting directly to CMO Benoit Garbet. It appears Todd was most recently VP of global marketing for Budweiser. It says today we communicated some next steps with our internal teams and wholesale partners per per Anheuser-Busch spokesperson. First, we made it clear that the safety and welfare of our employees and our partners is our top priority. Second, Todd Allen is appointed vice president of Bud Light reporting directly to Benoit Garbe, U.S. chief marketing officer. Third, We have made some adjustments to streamline the structure of our marketing functions to reduce layers so that most of our senior marketers are more closely connected to every aspect of our brand's activities. In other words, uh, the buck stops with one person now. Uh, So these steps will help us maintain focus on the things we do best, brewing great beer for all consumers while also making a positive impact in our community, blah, blah, blah. The boycott worked. Now, say whatever. Now, the left will tell you it didn't. But the the boycott worked. It's funny. The left love to say boycotts don't work and cancel culture this and cancel culture that. And, you know, they love to call my sponsors. This lady, Dawn Traxler, calls all my sponsors. Crazy uh, transvestite nut job. Gay black dude from Clinton loves to call all my sponsors. It don't work. I mean, we lose one here and there. We gain five more. So, but they love to tell you that, that cancel culture only works when they do it. But when the right does it, oh, it don't work. It don't work. I just got a nut job fired at Bud Light for trying to get a transvestite. Yeah, even that's even what you want to call him. He's just a, he's actually just playing a woman face. You know, like the minstrel shows. You know, they 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 hate that blackface stuff. Well, women should hate this because what Dylan Mulvaney's really doing is playing woman face and just spitting right in the face of women. Frankly, he's spitting right in the face of the transgenders too because he ain't even that. This is an act and he's getting paid on it. Anyway, the boycott worked. Changes were made. I don't think they've officially fired her yet, but Good job to the folks that partook in it. You know, I my whole stance on the thing has been, don't drink that, but find something else the local distributor sells so you can still support the local boots on ground uh, employees. That's been my stance. Uh, <clears throat> but with that said, speaking of the transgenders, have y'all seen where they're now saying they will not be releasing the transvesto the manifesto of the Nashville school shooter, the Nashville trans school shooter. Yep, they will not be releasing that information. I'm curious, man. Do you think the the gay crowd regrets letting the tease into their little circle? Because. They have stolen a lot of y'all's thunder here lately and brought a lot of negative light to y'all. I mean, and I, I mean you know some are just fed up with this like i I would think if there was actually a natural enemy of the LGB community, it would be the Ts, not the straight people like it, it would be the people pretending to be what they're not, to be with someone they're not. It's so weird. i, I got to be careful saying it on the radio. Not because I'm worried about offending anybody, any of those people, but because I want to make sure we have people that ride my kids in the cars, you know, standards and stuff of that nature. It's, 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 it's very mind-confusing. But anyway, the Nash, the FBI will not be releasing the transvesto, the manifesto, the manifesto of the trans Nashville school shooter, but you rest assured, if that thing was full of gibberish from a white guy that wasn't pretending to be a girl or a white girl that wasn't pretending to be a guy, if they were if they were um, conservative. Oh yeah, that thing would have been out been about been out day one if it had said anything anti-gay, anti-trans, anti-government anti-black, any of that. Women all over the place. And kind of while I'm on this rant about the double standard for these fools and for uh, the, the the race stuff that seems to be going on, those two black kids in Alabama shot up a whole prom party. What, forty two, four people dead, 40 people shot, something like that. They didn't even put their mugshots in the story when they arrested them. <laughs> it's just, I'm just fed up with this double standard. Report it all. If you're going to report things about race, make sure you do it with an equal hammer. Equal enthusiasm when somebody not white does it. That's all I'm saying. You know, just like the Louisville shooter, the bank shooter last week. The second that they realized that he had pronouns in his bio on Twitter, that story went away. I mean, that, I don't know who it was used to text this show to get so mad at me for calling that Uvalde, shooter or trans. But it was. The last three or four, five, six in a row now of these mass shooters have all been on the left side. Part of the Alphabet Mafia. Now, you don't see these, you don't see these, um, what would you call it? Conservative types, anti-government, right-wing folks. You don't see them doing these shoot, these, these mass shootings anymore. It's these leftist nut jobs that are doing it. Very weird that the pendulum has swung in that. Like that, I mean the the whole anti gun crowd is now the crowd doing the mass shootings with the very guns they tell us we can't have because we're not responsible enough with them. Roy, uh, Roy texts in on the guns of your text line says Bama mass shooting didn't make national news, but uh, but a CPL times because all the guns were got illegally did not fit left narrative. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, when the guns are gotten illegally, too, you know, that's that's another thing. But, yeah, it's just, it's very aggravating, man, that there's this double standard in the media about this kind of stuff. Let's read through a couple of texts real quick, and got to take a break, close out the show. Uh, unknown text here, if Budweiser don't apologize, then nothing else matters. I won't touch their products again. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, look, I'll never tell nobody not to. St- uh, Steven says... The B doesn't make sense either. That just suggests two genders, right? Yeah, the B is a bit confusing also. The the B is just for the freaks. Like the people who don't think guys, girls, just sexual deviants. Hev from the Rez says, Thank God for PRV WSD felt like the heat when they tried to turn on the old water on the dam into apartments we all raised hell. Oh, the Pearl River Valley Water District. When they tried to turn the... uh, the dam into apartments. Uh, You have to yell if you want to be heard. Yeah, man, you got to keep these apartments out. David says they call it affordable housing. All right, let's take a break real quick, and we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. Close out for the day. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.